Looks like that group that was poking around the lab has brought another friend of theirs into the mix. Some kid that works at the Waffle House. They met up with him in the middle of the night, I think it says his shift was getting over. After he got off work, they drove off somewhere. I don't know where they're going, but I'm going to follow them. Once I know more and have a chance to get back and sit down, I'll see what I can find out about these people. They could be useful. Don't know what they're up to, but they are up to something. Before we tried to get back on track, David, would you like to let Casey know how Darren saved Annabelle's life? Yeah, it was a very, very, very dramatic high-stakes robbery where there was magic and wizards involved, mm -hmm. and I very bravely sacrificed my own self to... No, I pushed you out of the way of a truck. That was kind of... Swat wasn't here last time. He was dead. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I died. The rescue nobody saw coming. <laughs> Feel free to add or change this in whatever way you want. We had somewhat heard mention that the security complex had some nefarious deeds going on and for some reason we were like we'll, do, we'll go check it out and like while we were trying to get in we there was a bit of a potential accident where a truck came barreling down the road and I, I like pulled you out of the way and then after that we both got spooked and like left okay sounds so, good do it I, I might make know. a minor change in please do. Or like maybe like you were going there y'all were going there for like an event like or an open house tour thing mm. And you were just kind of like Sounds walking good. together, and that was kind of how y'all got to know each other. When it was an employment job fair event. Oh, that that would actually be pretty pretty smart for <clears throat> yeah Darren. But there was also some other like open touring mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah, at least in the like the more open spaces. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe that was when Annabelle first got into town. That's why she was also there. I don't know. That can make sense. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I can, I can see that being a thing. Yeah, because it doesn't, it isn't like it ha this had to happen right before the adventure. This could have happened years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. literally. Like... Yeah, a couple of years ago. Are you? Oh man, that's really good too, because it would be like Darren would be a kid, like Darren would be a child and save your life. That would be cool. Because what if he, because like, if he's thirteen and he does this versus if he's nineteen and does this is a big difference. We could even like yeah. change it a little bit to where yeah, it was just like completely unrelated. Like, say you first got into town. I imagine there's like some train tracks, and you maybe somehow like got your car stuck on the train tracks or stopped on the train tracks, and somehow it kind of keeping in the line with like a truck coming down the road or a train coming down the road. Darren didn't like. I'm gonna push it. <laughs> like pushed it. Like, just somehow yeah. got you out of that situation as like a little punk kid riding on his bike with his <clears throat> hockey stick and nunchucks. He has nunchucks. <laughs> yes, he does. He does. He does. He does. He out for special occasions. Mm -hmm. And a hockey stick. Bye. So, yeah, I like. I love that. All right, so now that we have established that, as everyone is going to do the thing, who's going to text Annabelle to let her know what's going on? I feel like it actually, it could be Darren, actually. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to think of, like, a, a story reason why he would even ask the question of, like, oh, was Annabelle supposed to be here? Or, like, I feel like the only way he would text her is if somehow someone, like, dropped the like oh annabelle's running late mm. i thought we established that you knew because i had t oh, okay. I told you and then i think we just didn't rp out she had yeah. to go leave and deal with something so we came to waffle house okay well then that's perfect i think like while they're driving away from the waffle house right after hawk turns up the the radio and like things got a little bit i don't want to say uncomfortable just it's like two dudes who don't talk a whole lot <laughs> it just got like quiet it's like yeah this is this is a 
okay song. Let's listen to this and not talk to each other. <laughs> Let's not talk about that anymore. Yeah. Expressing emotions? No, thank you. No, thank you. I think Darren would probably just like send Annabelle a text and mm-hmm. probably be something along the lines of like, well, I hope, hope your thing went well. Here's the plan. I don't know if I believe all this, but we're going to try to go fishing. We're going to pretend to go fishing at the pond. And then Hawk has a, a super secret passageway thing. I know this sounds ridiculous, but yeah, we're going to be there in like 25. And this is at like two o'clock in the morning on a Saturday. Yeah. You get a response. Okay, I'll meet you there. Hawk just is it's just even more silent now because now now they've got this nice lady that he's kind of convinced is actually legit nice and kind of has a lot of respect for. Still just so confused by. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Of course he's confused. I mean, how can how can one person be that kind and empathetic? But like, yeah. he also doesn't like the idea of her getting mixed up in this as well. Yeah. I think that he's questioning Darren's judgment. How much does Darren think this is real and how much does he not? Because Hawk's not sure either. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Hawk, I told Annabelle she's going to meet us at the, at the pond behind gate A. I don't know if you want to wait before we go in. Wait for her if she wants to meet us at the pond. Uh, kind of taking your, following your lead on this one. Hawk hits the brakes and like pulls over on the side of the road. And this is like one of those long ass straight roads. Like you can see mm-hmm. everything down it. And he pulls off on the side. Um, and I know that that's something you're going to have to resolve, Bart, here in a sec, because I just pulled off the road in front of you. Um, <laughs> oh, no. How dare you? Rolled <clears throat> act under pressure. I was about to say, act under pressure, because we're going to... No, I didn't. Okay. No, I mean, I've driven getaway before. I can get off the road before y'all get to me. Like, a- <laughs> All right, let me know when to, roll at, when, you, when to roll act under pressure, and I will do that. Just, I say go ahead and roll, and we can resolve it later. Okay, I got a seven. <laughs> Just a, a normal seven. So are you just going to keep going? Or are you also going to pull over? Um, I think seeing them pull over, I'm going to like lean wide to the other side. And maybe there's <laughs> another car coming, so it's very close. <laughs> so you do that. You bump the curb. You don't hop the curb, <laughs> but you bump it. And there's like no one coming. Hawk, what the hell? They almost rear-ended us. <laughs> like, how many people are you going to get involved in this thing? I don't know, I thought y'all said she was part of this thing already. My bad. I, I mean, I can tell her to not come if you want. We don't need her here right now. She was doing what she's supposed to do, and you're just going to bring her out here, and it, it ain't no sense in it. What's she going to do out here? I don't know. She's a teacher. She's smart. Why do we get ourselves involved in this thing? This is stupid. I... We're out here in the middle of the goddamn night, pretending to go fishing, about to sneak into a government facility. For what? Hawk, I'm just following your lead, man. If you're having cold feet, I already have cold feet. My, my shoes and socks are off, dude. What? I, I came along because I don't I don't want anything to happen to you, man. This is stupid. I, I came so nothing happened to you. Hawk, are we the same person? I hope not. <laughs> I sure as hell hope not. God damn, dude. Are you about to be my future? Like, I love you and all, or I, I respect you and all, but like, we gotta, oh man. Well, okay. We're, okay, okay. Hawk, Hawk, Hawk. We're here, man. We're here. What can we do? What can we do? We're we're gonna wait right here. We're okay. wait right here for Annabelle. Okay. And then, and then what else you got? What else you got? Oh, and he opens up his backpack. He's like, "Well, I got these." And he opens up. He pulls out some nunchucks. And he's like, "This is this is it, man. Like this is the literal extent of my plan. Like I was just gonna hit someone with with these nunchucks. And I guess I got my hockey stick and my bike. I guess those are the three things I bring to the table. I'm not a special dude." 
I'm just trying to make my way in this world, man. And it seemed like this was a good opportunity. I respect you. The sure as hell can't do not tell her I said this. But if anything happened to Roz, I don't know what I would do. So if she's if she's believing this, Bart, I don't know, man. I, I called him a street magician once and he almost killed me. And I don't like I don't know if I trust him with Anna with uh with Roz and I'm just trying to I'm just trying to live to see another day, man. So I got these nunchucks, and that's where we're at. This is the most grown man shit that Darren's ever said to Hawk. And he is like a switch flips. He sees you as a grown person now. He sees Darren as like an adult. There's a there's a full switch. And he gets out of the truck and he he walks like he stretches because he's you know, he needs to he needs to move around a little bit. So he gets out and he stretches. Probably had several things pop. Oh yeah, all the things just cricket and he leans back into the truck and he goes, "Look, Darren, you and me got one job tonight. Don't let none of these other folks get killed." And he said it dead serious. I ain't mean, nothing jokey about that. He's just, mm-hmm. and I think Darren just in that same vein of he's always viewed Hawk as an adult, but like Hawk's kind of a, a shady character, and this is the first time you've said something that really resonates with Darren. Like, yeah. Or, or he, just, he just nods and he opens the, the truck and he, he gets out. Good, 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 good. So I, I, my plan as Hawk is just to like stay outside of the truck, get stretched out, hope that the mystery machine comes back and and just wait for Annabelle. Because there's only this one road into the plant from there. Yeah. Does Annabelle have a car? Probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we can say you have a car. It might not be a super fancy car, but you have yeah. a car. It's like a... Like mm-hmm. a like a pre, uh, not a Prius, a Chevy Prism. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's a Ford Focus. Ford Focus, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real actual car. Oh, oh absolutely <laughs> red. I have a Ford Focus. <laughs> I feel you, girl, I do. I've got them myself. Oh, my God. My last car was a Focus. My dad owned a Ford dealership for a while, so... Yeah, my dad owned a Ford dealership, so... When he sold it, that was part of the sale. I got through... Hey, nothing wrong with the Ford Focus. It's a good car until the engine decides it's about to fall out well or into I love it. Mm. You don't want to get stuck in that state. What do you have against Tennessee? Nothing, I was trying to get us back to Oak Ridge. I imagine with GPS you're able to find the lab and after however long it takes you come across Bart, do you just kind of leave your car where it is? Or do you pull back over to the right side, the correct side of the street? No, obviously like after swinging around and going like, what, 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 why'd they stop? Why did they do that? Why did they do that? (laughs) Swings back to the normal side of the road um, and just like pulls to a stop, like maybe 100, 200 feet down. And just like waits, probably bump that curb a little bit too. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure. It's like it's like it's like a, when the the bouncy things are up in a lane of bowling. It's just bop bop bop. <laughs> yeah, Darren would definitely probably without even asking Hawk. He would he would as soon as he sees them pull over and stop, he would go over and like knock on the the driver's side window and be like, "We're gonna wait here for Annabelle." I texted oh. her. Also, sorry, Hawk just almost sent me through the windshield there. <laughs> But yeah, are you guys okay? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm good. I just 
normal yeah just okay. a little, little rattled i guess yeah 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 i mean it looks like you rattled your car you hit both you hit both curbs oh that was that was all <laughs> that was all me that wasn't that wasn't you all that was that was just all me i i don't know how i pulled it off but it's it's an art right on so you you're saying you would you would have hit both those curbs even if we hadn't stopped that's <laughs> yes that's worrisome have you not been watching in the rearview mirror nah. this whole time? <laughs> Me and, and like, can we, have, can we make it a goal to have at least one scene where you somehow get like stuck sideways where we have a tire touching each curb on like a small oh, one-way no. street? Huh? <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> Truly horrible. And then you have to like drive up onto the sidewalk and get back. Can we have that happen, please? I'm sure during like whatever catch-up research we do in the rest of the weekend, that can happen. Yeah, Bart's driving is legendarily just okay enough to get a license. <laughs> and really, to be fair, it was just because the DMV person it just was really sleepy that day. Yeah, yeah. They so sleepy. I'm pretty sure the cops have like this underground code for keeping an eye on the Bart. Just, just in case. Bart feels no issues with like occasionally throwing some magic out to like fuss with cop cars that decide to like tail him. <laughs> so it's like we want to do something about him, but it's bad luck, so we leave him yeah. alone. He's kind of jinxed us a little bit. Yeah. I start tailing him, and then all of a sudden, like coffee mug has a hole in the bottom of it. <laughs> like yeah, it's weird. Like, it's, all, like, it's metal. I don't know how this keeps happening. There's a whole section of Bart's journal that's just like jinxes to use on cops because they deserve it. <laughs> Their sirens just turn into that sexy saxophone. Yeah, sound. like it's like it's like all of that for sure. <laughs> right on. After a, a moment, Darren would be like, "All right, well, we're just gonna wait here and then like leave." And as he's leaving, be like, "Roz, buckle up. Your mama kill me if anything happened to you." <laughs> then just go like find rocks and just like throw them into the woods, <laughs> like. <laughs> thought I was buckled up. Okay. Just make sure. Make sure. I heard a protest meow. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I think Bart gets out and goes into the back and, like, starts digging through, like, boxes and gets some stuff ready. Hawk is putting hooks and weights on the uh, on the lines of the uh, of the fishing poles. Smart. Roz yells, according to this website, don't forget the bobbers. <laughs> Roz, you know how to fish? <laughs> yeah, no, I found a website. I feel like that's a good way for delicate things to get damaged, especially in the back of your truck when they're covering the bicycle. Just all mm. tangled. <laughs> no, they're not tangled. I know. Look, I know how to keep the. I know how to keep the line on a cane pole in place, y'all. I'm from here. Like, <laughs> I, know, I know this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've broken more cane poles than some of y'all have used. Um, <laughs> Probably. I've been fishing exactly once after two hours. I finally caught something and it just opened its mouth and let go. Nice. Then you didn't catch it. <laughs> so I'm making this joke about Roz, but like I went fishing a ton when I was a kid. So you like, know? I actually know, but it's funny that Roz <laughs> doesn't. It's an outdoor activity. She's found a website, but she's also I'm going to place it in here now so when I think of it later. She's also, this is peak time for deep web shit. So she's probably looking something up, but I don't know what she's looking up. 2 a.m. is exactly when the deep web is active. You also really don't want to be playing online video games. It's when the good kids come out. 
There's probably a variety of things you could be checking into areas related to the one information you've gathered so far to see if there's any more information on stuff like that. I mean, yeah, that works. I just figure somewhere along the line I'm going to think I should have researched this and this is the place that that happened. Yeah, oh, I see. Yes. I love that. That's super yeah, smart. Yeah. Mm. Love it. But you can but only it. do that once. That's some a long errand fuckery right there. Like... <laughs> I mean, it's some Nicola fuckery. <laughs> like, I'm planning the seeds for when my brain catches up. Oh my god. Smart. I think before Annabelle gets here, Bart's gonna just try to get the vibe of, like, the night to see if, like, there's gonna be any issues with, like, anything from the forest. Mm. So I'm gonna try to investigate a mystery, I guess, just to, just yeah. to like, see if I can I pick like up this, some, yeah. some spooky okay. vibes or anything. Give me okay. the roll. That is a... 10 plus 2, so 12. And I'm going to go ahead and use forensic divination, which adds the question what magic was done here. To you my got a 12? Of, yeah, well, not a Heck natural 12. I got a oh. my plus 2 from Sharp. Nice, yeah. dude. I'm just going to go through and look up those questions because. Sure. So I got hold two and I get to ask my, has there been any magic done? So is there any magic going on around me? I guess is my first question. So I'm, I'm taking out my little mortar and pestle. I have a map of the town set up and I'm just like dropping little bits of powder to see if there's any magic showing up. We're getting serious. I had to switch from soda to beer. Ayo. And I, I'm sitting here trying to think, Doug, do you think time weirdness would show up as magic? I always conceived that the weird wobbly time and the radiation were the elements of the magic. Like, radiation is the element, and the time warping is an effect of that elemental power. So the radiation, he should see something that's related to that, and he should probably also see... Like, I would imagine it as, like, waves that exist in maybe the most bright colors that he's seeing that seem to shift the weight of the world in those places. Mm. Yeah, it, and a lot of it, it feels more like there was something that was there, but it doesn't look like there's anything currently actively happening. And then there's also just pockets of more natural magic that exists in areas that you're kind of familiar with. You've done this before? Yeah. So you're aware of where some of the natural stuff congregates. You're like, I, I'm just not going to mess with that. It's fine. Yeah, there, there's one spirit directly underneath the combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell that Bart just does not fuck with. Mm-mm. Yes. It's a gaseous form. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a, truly the stuff of nightmares, and Bart will never go back there. Really? Very much so. And I guess since I got two questions... In case I have to hurt a nature spirit, I'm going to check and see what can hurt a nature spirit if I need to. So I'm kind of like getting a vibe using some of like the map and like the fact that I'm already out in the middle of the woods anyway, just on that road, just to see if I can figure out like if worst case scenario, I have to hurt the nature spirit. What can it do to hurt it? Just real quick. We don't see like the magical. We see you doing the the act, but we don't see like the, the blurs or... What you would see is Bart's shadow is, like, bigger than it should be, and it has horns. Mm. Ah. So, like, in, like, the streetlights or, like, the car headlights or whatever, like, you would see that as, like, the visual flair for it. But right now it's just Bart with, like, a mortar and pestle and, like, a map of the town. 
Did you ever show a picture of what that looks like? Sure. So I'm thinking like a cross between Killer Croc and a Vejigante, which is like, it's like a costume. Because I know you sent me a picture, but I don't know if you sent a picture to the group. He did that crazy alligator. Yeah, so it's like a combo of an alligator and one of these. Because this is an audio medium, if Vejigante, which is like the spirit that Bart channels is used to cast magic, it's sort of like a very colorful reptilian humanoid with like a bunch of horns coming out of different parts of the head and like a toothy grin and blank empty eye sockets. So it's sort of like a horror movie version of what a Vejigante is, which is like a costume people put on in like festivals in Puerto Rico. Cool. Because Bart is from Puerto Rico. For Dared, it's probably not as creepy, but I feel like for Hawk, this might be one of the first times you've seen him do... I don't know if you've seen as much of Vejigante as the others have. This gives Hawk a chill, like just straight down his spine, and he's realizing the weight of what he said to Darren. Mm-hmm that their job is to make sure nobody dies. Mm-hmm. I, I kind of want to be when Annabelle pulls up and I can make sure she pulls a stop in between and I think she does see Ooh. some of that shadow as Bart is looking at things. What if it's like the car's coming up behind and it casts the shadow against the front of the woods, the face of the, the tree line, and it's huge because it's been the car headlights right behind him casting it up on the thing. Oh, that's cool. That's yeah. really cool. Yeah. And it was at that moment that Roz had like pulled up her phone and, and was going to take a picture and then realized that <laughs> that was rude because these are kind of her friends. And so you see the phone slide up and slide back down like, oh, yeah, these are my friends and I shouldn't put their faces out. Also, the world doesn't need to know he's an alien yet. He's <laughs> he's not ready to tell the world. You I like that. that. That's his yeah. choice. Oh my god. Yeah. Did, uh, <laughs> did you get your second question asked, answered? Oh yeah. What would be a way to hurt a nature spirit? Some of the obvious answers would be fire. Okay. But you gotta be careful doing that if you're in the woods. <laughs> yeah, that tracks. We know that the radioactivity is causing bad shit to happen to the natural order, so I think yeah. it's safe to assume that the nature spirit could really be hurt by radiation. Mm. That tracks, yeah. But it's it's a protector, so probably trying to keep things from the radiation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it might be like sucking in the radiation. Hitting it with sharp objects, because some nature spirits tend to animate and interact with the worlds through, like, trees and vines and stuff like that sometimes, or they'll, like, temporarily take over an animal if needed. Mm. Alright. And then finally, my I guess my last question was, like, I'm trying to get a read on its intention. What was it going to do? Like, the last time it was around, what was it doing? Or what was it trying to do? And you're looking specifically for the protective creature? Yeah, the, the, this would be either for the protector or I guess general vibes from the forest. Like, what is the forest trying to do right now about the situation going on? You get the feeling, and you probably know this before, that like nature tends to try and pull away from the lab mm. due to the radiation. Ooh, okay. But this thing in particular that's been coming to the lab again and again, it's like it's trying to stop something. Oh. It's trying to possibly stop something that's aggravating it. Mm. Alright, sounds good. Thank you. It's been trying to find the source of whatever is causing its problem. Yeah, 
So Bart finishes up the ritual and like packs up the powders and oils and stuff and puts away the mortar and pestle and the shadow returns to normal. If you like scan the crowd, like right as Annabelle is like coming up, you Darren's like sitting on the hood of like Hawk's car, just like watching you. Like <laughs> you you okay, bro? Like you feeling okay? Oh yeah, I was just checking some stuff out. Alright, uh okay. And Hawk's not saying anything because he doesn't quite know how to address this yet. How's Roz reacting? I don't think Roz is reacting because she did just Mm. witness this earlier in the day. I think she gets a little, like, open-mouthed when the car pulls up and you see the Mm. the face bigger, but this is mostly just, like, Mm. field research for her. And how does Annabelle react? (laughs) She gets out of the car. She says, good evening, everyone, or good morning, I guess. I'm sorry I couldn't be there. We're trying to implement this new training stuff at the preschool and... You had a bunch of stuff you had to read over before you go into stuff. If you end up needing to have to go in for things, because it's too fun. <sighs> kinds of meetings. It's just been a mess. Well, shit. Sorry, I didn't mean to. Didn't mean to distract you from your actual work. It, just these these folks over here. It's two o'clock in the morning. It is also two o'clock. I apologize. I'm on an opposite schedule from everyone, but they also these 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 fine folks here said you were already involved. So I thought it only polite to. To let you know what we were doing. Uh, I needed the break. All right, all right. Well, Hawk, say what you say. This is how we're going to do this. Thank you for joining us, and stay tuned next week to find out what happens next on Tempest Multi. If you don't want to wait, you can get early access to our episodes over at patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial. If you like our show, please consider leaving us a review on your favorite podcasting app so people can know where to find us. We couldn't do this without your help. Season 1 of Tempest Multi was made in collaboration with Doug Holly of Good Better Quest. He has a prologue for a show that he will be doing in the future set in Oak Ridge's sister city of Jackson, South Carolina. Brianna Jean is the keeper and producer with editing help from Nikki of Beholder to No One. I'm Casey, playing Annabelle Joyce, and you can find me on the Aboard the Opal Star podcast. Hello, everybody. My name is David Tilstra, but today I'll be playing Darren Calloway. I am the Dungeon Master over at From Afar Podcast. You can find us on Instagram and Twitter at From Afar Podcast. You can find myself at David Tilstra on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, that's about it. Hey, this is Doug. I play Hawk Bailey. You can find me on Twitter at DougGBQ or on the podcast Good Better Quest. I'm Ian. I will be playing Bartolomeo, the spellcaster, and you can find me on the Ballad of the Seven Dice Twitch channel playing Weary in the Rise of Nyarlatha type campaign. Hi, I'm Nicola, and I'm playing Rosalind Stollard, aka Roz. You can find me on Twitter at Nicola the Druid or on Twitch as Druidcraft Productions, where I host Tiny Hut, a weekly show focused on education, advocacy, and charity. Stay safe out there, dear friends, and always remember things are not as they seem.